welcome to let's talk records we are emily and jen this is season three mm-hmm. and a long time coming <laughs> it's been a little <laughs> while but that's Just all right um but yeah we've been forever and always listening to music and we would love to share with you what we've been listening to um this is our intro episode to season three and we're happy to be here and happy to be back we have another episode that will be coming out after this one where we talk about the wonder years we have that to look forward to because i feel like they're just blowing up again i mean they're always and forever yeah on everyone's radar but i just think especially now with their torah coming up it'll mm-hmm. be a good episode we talked about the hum goes on forever so go take a listen it's the newest one out it's a great summer album so mm-hmm. good time to do that but yeah take a listen and then listen to us yeah. and we'll dissect it with you lovely awesome well so we you know sort of brainstormed on how we wanted to introduce ourselves back into the podcast world and summer I think it's just I mean every season is sort of a new wave of like favorite music mm-hmm. for me and I, I'm I'm speaking for you but also for you yes especially summer for some reason there seems to be songs at least for me tend to be on repeat so that's what we're talking about today the songs we've been listening to the most we chose three which for Jen was incredibly difficult it was hard yeah It was a hard, and I came up with this idea and I was struggling. It's hard to limit yourself Mm -hmm. and to pick the, and to curate the right things on a small scale. I think that's what I struggled with. How fast did you come up with yours? Pretty quickly, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I got the feeling you did. Yeah. It wasn't hard because I've been really in the making playlists lately. And um, well, I mean, I kind of always have been, but I feel like you've always been more lately. It's been like newer music like music I mean I'm, I just feel like that's been the trend is just discovering new well not new music but music I just haven't listened to before or artists that I've heard of but hadn't really explored so but anyway yeah I came up with it pretty quickly I'm just curious like how you know especially for our listeners like what has music meant to you this year music's meant a lot um in very different ways, as always. I mean, you and I have both traveled for music this year. Mm. Um, and I've definitely been in and out of different older bands, newer bands to me, newer bands to everyone, um, new releases, getting into old like records from 2017, 2018 that I never gave the time of day now that I'm like sinking in. That happens to me a lot that I'm kind of late to the party with trends. Um, so I'm not surprised, but I've definitely been all over the place um, and physically all over the place for music as well. <laughs> There's been a lot of change in my life in the last year. And, um, you know, as always, music has been just like a continuous thread, um, a literal soundtrack. Um, so thankful for it. I feel like in the last few weeks, I've gone to some shows that I don't know if everyone's just like going through it right now, but like a bunch of like banter on stage has just been like, thank God for music. No matter what's happening, you always have music. 
you know, music will get you through like the craziest things or, you know, just like add color to life or whatever. Like everyone's kind of had that similar sentiment. And it's just been like interesting to hear that a lot lately. And I agree. Um, And it's nice to be in those rooms and be like, yep, a bunch of other people feel this way Mm -hmm. that I always feel. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's cool. Um, But yeah, particularly lately, I'm hearing that echoed back to myself by these bands I'm going to see. Um, And it's just made me kind of laugh and be like, that's cool. Yeah, everyone's really having the same experience out there in terms of like relating to music. So yeah, that's cool. Thank you for sharing. I just kind of wanted to I feel like it was important to like start it off that way. Like I think there's different there. Well, I mean, we, we said it, there's different seasons of music, but also it's like mm-hmm. sometimes every year music kind of takes shape in terms of like what it's doing for us emotionally or yeah. whatnot. So thank you. Tell me about, tell me about your three. So I mean, to continue on to that, uh, <laughs> that thread we started, mm-hmm. um, for some reason I've just been, and I do this sometimes with a lot of media, I think if things get overwhelming or hard or whatever, sometimes I can kind of like cycle through the same media on repeat as like a comfort. This year has been just like kind of crazy with change and life and all different good and bad things. And um, I found myself, which I think this really started last summer, but like definitely has blown up in the past like several months I found myself like hyper fixating on water parks. <laughs> uh, they're a pop punk band on Field by Ramen. Um, they're about our age. I think they're a little bit older. And I resisted them for a really long time. They just, I've been seeing water parks since 2016 when they were playing shows, I believe, like opening for Good Charlotte. Because um, that's kind of who, that's who picked up water parks originally. Um, Benji and Joel Madden found them managed them have done a wonderful job um very interesting process but water parks i believe was the first mddn artist signed to that management label i yeah the first time i saw them i think they were on that weird comeback tour along the east coast and i was like ah all right and then they started popping up on everything that i was going to like it was like we'd walk in the opening band would be playing. I'd look up and I'd be like, oh my God, it's water parks. <laughs> and I didn't click a lot with their earlier stuff. They were fine, but I was just kind of like, oh, they're everywhere. And like, I don't, I don't know. It's fine. And then last summer they started releasing songs off of intellectual property, which was released this year in April they did a really like long rollout with a lot of the singles and they caught me so much. And they, they caught other people. Cause I remember Matt sending me a text with funeral gray and being like, or we were in the car or something, but him being like, Oh yeah, I like water parks now. And then <laughs> I was like, yep, me too. <laughs> like this really, <laughs> this was the one. And then they released a few more and I was like, yeah, this is really good. Like what's happening. And then I kind of like, dove back into some of their most recent albums and started to see those pieces, not really through a new lens because I hadn't sat down with them and given them the time of day. Um, I had remembered a lot more of their older stuff from seeing them for shows. And then for a while, I just like didn't see them anymore because they were doing headliners I wasn't going to and stuff like that. 
but looking into the past few albums and being like, oh my God, like this is really good. And mm-hmm. I do think that there was a shift after their second or third album entertainment in 2018. I think when they released fandom in 2019 and they said they were kind of self-producing at this point anyway, but with fandom brought on this whole other side of water parks that I wasn't seeing at that point because they were playing their own shows. Um, So I definitely, that's what caught me and I I see the growth and I appreciate the growth. Um, Yeah. I realized I really liked what I was hearing and I just dove more into it and um, got really into the album before this one that just came out. And then kind of towards the end of last year, beginning of this year, got really into fandom itself. And I've slowly been going backwards. And I think that the newest stuff will still be what I am drawn to the most, but yeah, I'm getting it now. (laughs) It just took me a little bit. (laughs) I'm getting it. I really like a lot of what they're doing. I think surface wise, they are absolutely ridiculous and Mm. you have to make it through a lot of like interviews and stuff to kind of get past some of that nonsense that could be annoying um, because they're actually super smart and the way they write about things and the way they produce and how much of themselves are in the project is really impressive. And that's what also started to get me. And when you sit down and you like, look at the lyrics and the writing and the concepts and everything, it's just like very well-crafted. It's been kind of fun to go backwards and discover those Easter eggs for myself that a lot of their fans, you know, have known all along, but I'm late to the party, but I'm at the party and uh, I've been fully at the party since intellectual property was released in April. Mm -hmm. I was excited for that to come out. And I definitely took a break at work and drove to the record store to pick it up the day it came out. Cause I, I was just like, that. let's wow. celebrate a release. It's been, it was a while that I had been excited about an album coming out like that. Mm-hmm. So I did the whole thing where I, I went to want to hear it records in Watertown, which if you're in the Boston area, that should be your record store. They're wonderful. Got myself a copy and I have not put it down since. Yeah. I remember when you sent it to me, it was like morning and you were like, of that you release. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then we talked about mm-hmm. a couple of the songs. I like told you which ones I liked. So I love that yeah. you chose them. Ta- talk to me about the songs, like why you chose them, what stood out to you about them. So because I've been listening to their whole discography re- recently, mm-hmm. I decided it would be fun to make myself choose something from the last three albums that I usually have on uh, repeat more than anything else. Um, So I have an album, I have a song from Intellectual Property that when this whole idea of the three songs started or us choosing music like this for the intro, I knew this was going to be the one um, that would kick this off for my list because of the, the reaction I had to it when it was released and just how interesting I think this song is for them. And then I went back and chosen a song off the album before that called Greatest Hits, which is an album of original stuff, not Greatest Hits. And then I chose a song off of Fandom, which is the album before that. Um, So it's a little curated collection. And they also range in terms of uh, full gloom to mid gloom to like actual hype, just complete and chaos, unrestricted hype. So they're all over the spectrum, which I, I also like about their music. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll talk about what ties it all together. 
but I do like there's a range of things, but I didn't want to make this all gloom. So I chose, I specifically chose a full hype water park song. So that's part of the experience anyway. <sighs> I am a water parks Wikipedia at this point. <laughs> I know, but that's amazing. Yeah. So I, let's start with, we'll start with the intellectual property song. Um, oh. And we'll work our way backwards, which is how the story works chronologically anyway. Mm-hmm. So intellectual property came out, I believe, the second week of April. Like I said, I was excited for it. Um, there had been, I think, three singles released from it. Loved them all. So I knew that I was in for this record as a full record. And I believe I woke up and listened to it. But I wanted to give it a... I wanted my undirect attention as much as possible, even though I had to work, but I was like, I'm going to listen to this album. So I started it in my headphones, came to my car to go get the record, um, came back to my apartment with it playing in my car and the headphones went on again. So by the time I got back home and the headphones went on again, I wandered into my kitchen to make a coffee and, um, I was finishing up the last of want to fuck about it and that song goes right into a song called closer and oh my god that caught me off guard Mm -hmm. great song um second to last on the album has said that it's actually supposed to be the closer on the album and that the last song is supposed to be treated like i don't know if like a bonus track closer has they've kind of said that like it was supposed to feel like a an ending song to the album. And I do agree with that. I think it was kind of a great finish if you look at the album in that way. So the album itself goes through the course of a relationship pretty chronologically, I would say, with like start to finish and kind of everything in between with like feelings of excitement, feelings of uh, this isn't working, feelings of why this isn't working, um, the confused excitement, and then a bunch of other stuff. This album covers a, a lot of different concepts it's kind of crazy how I think overarching I see this as a relationship album but there are so many bits hidden in that are just like the whole human experience so closer is the breakup song (laughs) closer is where it ends I think it's one of the most gorgeous water park songs if not I think it is the most gorgeous water park song I was really surprised when I heard this song uh almost proud like Mm wow, this is like so beautiful. And like I said, they write great music, but I think this song is so different than what they've written before. And I was just like really impressed to hear that kind of growth. It's a light sounding heavy song, which is something that Waterparks always says is kind of like a mainstay of their style. Um, You know, if it's a happy sounding song, read the lyrics and usually it's not. And if it's... (laughs) (laughs) a sad song uh sometimes it's not always so sad so I would say this one definitely has a melancholy like Mm -hmm. sonicness to it but um it's it's like got this lightness which is really interesting Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's about it's about the end of a relationship and I don't know if necessarily it's about making peace with the end of a relationship but it's it almost feels again sonically it almost feels like this should be like making peace with the end but i think there are some bits in here that 
you know, it's not as like black and white, which I guess that's life too. But yeah, I mean, written from the perspective of someone who definitely pushed the other person away, definitely is aware that's why it ended. Um, But we've got some beautiful lines that I pulled out, particularly the line, I feel love in a different way was really interesting. I don't feel like I've necessarily heard that in a song before or like said like that. We've got, oh, this was a good one. In verse two, he says, there's nothing left to let go. It's the darkest afterglow. Mm. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. And then I think throughout, we've got this repeating line in the pre-choruses. The first one is, because I love you or I want to, but I don't know how. And then by the time we get to the second pre-chorus, we get it again, because I love you or I want to, but I don't know how. And then we get to the third pre-chorus. Um, so yeah, I loved you or I tried to, but I don't know how. Mm-hmm. And that was extremely heartbreaking throughout. Mm-hmm. Very cleverly put. Um, I really appreciated that repetition and change of lines towards the end. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I still can't get over how incredibly beautiful it is. When I heard it, I was like, definitely in tears in my kitchen and then my roommate walked in and I was like I'm fine (laughs) we're just gonna we're just gonna go to my room and listen to the rest of this album um Mm -hmm. but it got me like it surprised me so much and it hit me at a particularly interesting time just proximity of of like events that I was just like wow this this is just like a very nice gift and I think online I've seen it hit a lot of other people in the same way um And it's like definitely the sad song. But I started to see something really interesting during their last tour. There were videos of people that were like proposing in the pit to this song. Really? I know. That's interesting. And it was like, at first I was like, oh my God, no, what? But it was so like the videos were actually really nice and Mm -hmm. It made me look at this song a little bit in a different way. Not so, so sad. It was kind of this cool lens to look through it. A lot of people do that. They pick like first dance songs or whatever that are like actually about the artist getting divorced. And then the artist hears about this later and they're like, why would you pick that song? Mm -hmm. So I still feel a little bit like that, but it was like this kind of like lens perception change or whatever that I was just like, oh, wow. Like I sometimes skip this this song in my car because I'm going to cry while I drive if I hear this song to see this like really just like beautiful and like pure thing happened to the song was pretty cool. Yeah. That is interesting. Cause I, even having heard it now a couple of times, like I would have never thought of it as being a song that someone would, but I often pay attention to the, pay attention to the lyrics. Like me too. Like you do do the same thing. (laughs) So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. It is a beautiful song. I think, um, you're right. It is It is surprising, especially for that entire album and just kind of how yeah. like perfectly chaotic they are um, musically yes. to have something perfectly like this. Perfectly chaotic. That's so good. They, um, to have something like this on their album was surprising. But you're right. It's like oh, you said you were proud of it. And that's a really great way to put it because it's like when you know someone's a good musician or when you know mm-hmm. a band is is really talented to hear them do something um, and step outside of that norm and 
create and compose something really gorgeous is something to be proud of. So, yeah, I'm like their friend that does not know them at all that they don't know that I was just like, oh, wow. Yeah. You, You're like over you there really cheering did that. for them. Yeah. Yeah. It felt. Yeah. And I know they always, they're like artists that talk about pushing themselves and never wanting to make the same thing twice and wanting to be better. And, you know, the next mm-hmm. thing is always going to be better. It shouldn't come out. I agree with that. But yeah, this one, I was like, wow, like this is just so well done. So it's not a single, but it's definitely gotten the attention of their fan base. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm so sorry if I ruin everyone's night if they go listen to this. Like, <laughs> no, we all, oh, need, no. we all need that music that's going to hurt us, you know? Yes. Yeah, and whether um, you're in a bad place or a good place, it's nice. Yeah. It'll make you feel your feelings if you're in a bad place. All right, tell me about low-key as hell. Okay, so we'll go, we'll go back in time to the album before Intellectual Property, which is Greatest Hits which is, like I said before, an album of all original songs. When they came out with this, um, they thought it would be hilarious. I do find the humor in it because they have said over and over again, you know, we're not going to release anything unless it's better than the last. So calling it Greatest Hits is pretty good. Also, all of their albums are in in alphabetical order. So they needed a G. They knew Greatest Hits would be G the whole time anyway. But yeah, funny, funny backstory on that. So Low Key was one of the first songs that kind of caught me last summer when I was like initially actually getting into water parks. I must have heard it. I feel like it came up on Spotify. Like it wasn't something I clicked on by myself. I don't know how it came to me, but it came to me and I heard the song and I was like, God, I love this song. Like, oh my God, like the lyrics got me right away. I remember the first time I remember hearing this song. I was driving in my car to the studio. I believe it was like one of the first nice days of spring slash summer. Um, Like it was sunny outside and it was like we had made it past fall spring. Like it was really here. And I remember just like the song felt so good. Like Mm. the song felt like soul bomb. I love Um, a song like that. uh, Just like. And like everything about it, like this, this sonically, it feels great. The lyrics are just so like anyone can resonate with them. And it's not necessarily like I'm having the best day ever, but it's like, I don't quite know how to explain this song other than it is a reminder that things always change. Mm. And even when you think you're getting what you want, um, there's still going to be challenge at that point. You're just going to be hitting the next thing and the next thing. And even though that sounds like depressing as hell, it's, I think it's a good reminder because you can like look back and be like, oh my God, I thought nothing was like going to be good last year or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, now I'm here at least. Um, And like, it's a little grounding being like, oh man, I never thought I'd be here and I still feel this way. And, but because of different things, like. I I say that I remember hearing it in my car because I was definitely having like, you know, a challenging day or whatever, being like, oh, I can't believe, you know, this isn't the way the studio is. Or like, why do I have to drive all the way over to Somerville from Brookline or like something, something like, you know, was just like, oh, why is my life like this? And Mm -hmm. then 
I was like driving my car and I was like, a couple years ago, I was taking the bus. I was taking, (laughs) I didn't have a car. And I remember like walking across fucking McGrath highway off of the like ramshackle bus stop. That was the old, um, Oh God, I don't even remember what it was. It was the old green line stop that doesn't exist anymore because they rebuilt it and made a new line. But it was just like in not a great area and not really like, it was like walkable, but not really. And I'd like lug all my shit, like 10 minutes down the road to the studio, like over this highway that like had like this mini sidewalk. So I'd be just like dragging my heavy shit, usually after work. So I was tired and And then I would work like all night in the studio, get out at like 10 or 1030, run to the last bus for 11 and then like fucking ride the hour home um, on public transportation in Boston, which if you know anything at this point, horrible. And I remember thinking and like Colleen and I would always talk about like, oh, as soon as one of us has a car, this is going to be so much better. Like this is going to be so much better. And it's not even going to matter that we can't quit our jobs and be full-time artists. Like Oh, it's just going to feel so good to have a car and it's going to change everything. And I'll never ask for anything again. And I will feel happy forever. And guess what? That didn't happen. It made things a lot easier. <laughs> it made things a lot easier, but a bunch of other stuff rose up in place of that life continued on things changed, you know, whatever it was, we got the car, then we couldn't quit our jobs um, to become full-time artists at that moment. So it was like, wait, we're on the finish line of what we thought was the finish line, but it's not. Um, And this song is like exactly that. So Mm -hmm. long story short, when I heard this song, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is how I feel. It literally starts off with, I just cried into a shirt I could never afford last year. And as soon as I heard that line for the first time, like I heard it clear as day and I was like, oh my God, that's so good. I mean, it's, it's just genius. I just cried into a shirt I could never afford last year. My Drake problems, my fake problems, but it's really how I'm feeling here. I guess at least my work is working right. I think people like me better when I'm hurt inside. They say it's not true and they hope I'm all right, but their eyes probably rolled at the first line. And then in parentheses, fuck them. Great, great. Like another one of those songs that I'm just like, oh man, like, I don't know if I've ever heard someone like write a song like this before. And I really appreciate it. It's very witty. We've got a lot of lines like, I like cool shirts. I like cold rings. I want a big house, but I'm hiding. Um, and then I really love, you know, the lines. I think I'm halfway there, but my heart feels off. So what's the point of being great if I'm great and alone? Yeah, um, I wrote that I thought, down too. Specifically, I think I'm halfway there, but my heart feels off. Because I think it's like, you get something you think you want so bad. Yep. And I mean, you do, you do, you want it, you get there. You But you get there and you're like, this didn't solve everything. Yep. This didn't solve everything I thought. You know, whether it's like literally getting that big house or making a change in yourself or getting that new job or moving Mm -hmm. somewhere or whatever, like the thing can be really cool, but it doesn't change everything else going on. And then, you know, life continues and you get new problems. Um, So I really, I pull this song out a lot when I'm feeling like, ah, and it usually makes me feel better. And it just kind of like makes me keep going in Mm -hmm. like a at least like a little bit of a positive way because the song definitely has like a positive um continuance um with how it sounds in the lyrics Mm -hmm. um and I mean I I moved into my 
first apartment on my own this year, uh, which you also did. Mm -hmm. So how did you feel about the line? I'll probably die in my apartment. I couldn't afford last year. Yes, 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 yes. I know. I love that line. I was going to mention that when you were talking about like hiding in the home or whatever. And like, I, I was like, yeah, dude, Yeah. like it feels good because you did it right. And not many people can afford to live on their own, but then you're laying in bed at night. You're like, <laughs> you're like fuck, die here and no one would know. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's just another one of those like instances where it's like, yeah, I mean like this is coveted. Like we have friends that like can't do this. This mm-hmm. is definitely a big financial like sacrifice for both of us. Something we've worked really hard for, um, to be able to do this and sacrifice other things to be able to do this. But at the end of the day, <laughs> you know, like there, there's that problem. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, the it sounds so much like worse than the song makes me feel the song makes me feel great, yeah. but it grounds me. Like when I'm like spinning out and I'm just like, nothing's ever going to feel good again. I kind of listen to the song and it makes me think about like, where was I last year? Like mm-hmm. I, I literally just hear that first line and I'm like, what fucking shirt was I crying into last year? Like, mm-hmm. or, you know, what am I crying into now that I can't, I couldn't have last year. I never thought, never dreamed. I blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I love this song. Like I love, love, love this song. I think mm-hmm. it's a really important song. I think there's one more that we get the repeat of the, I like cool shirts. I like cold rings. I want a big house, but I'm hiding. And then I really loved the line. I want a brain that doesn't hate me. Mm. Um, I thought that was good. Um, that's a, that's yeah. Resonate with that one. Um, I think a lot of people do. And then I want to see my stupid fucking friends daily. Yeah. Tell me about (laughs) it. (laughs) Really pair that with the living alone situation. They do such a good job of just like fun things. And Mm -hmm. then like these lines that are like, Oh my God, are you okay? Mm -hmm. And I love that mix. I like that. It's a good play. Yeah. I think this is a great song. And if you're feeling stuck or frustrated, listen to the song. Just think about your life. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, And then I'll run you through my last. I, there was a bunch I could have picked. Like I said, I I was looking for something specifically that wasn't gloom because I kind of wanted to keep the super gloom mid gloom and then like something that wasn't one of those things. So I went with a song that I, I also listen to this song if I'm feeling like gloomy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good pick me up song. Um, but I I've listened to this song when I've been excited, like this song over the last like year has definitely like popped up in different times of my life. And I've been like, Ooh, I love the song. Like it speaks to me because of this or whatever it's telephone off of fandom. One of the most bubblegum poppy pop pop punk songs I've ever heard in my life. It's so sugary. You get like three cavities, like hearing it. It is very, very sugary. That's a great way to describe it. It's so sugary, but I, I like that for the story of like why the song exists. So the song exists because the lead singer went to Target one day, saw a cute girl, didn't talk to her, went home, wrote this whole song. That is hilarious. Like, of course he saw I know. Target. All the yeah, cute of course. girlies going to Target and their best yeah. outfits. Cute girlies and then the water parks girly guy going to Target. Um, That's funny. Yeah, wrote this very like, girly pop song about it and mm-hmm. I, I we do this a lot like I think a lot of us will like have a connection with someone or see someone cute or whatever or just like 
anything. I think anything like daydream wise about like, oh, I want that. Mm-hmm. You can spin off and it can be so fun to be like, oh my God, what, our, what does our life look like together? And like, oh my God, like, I don't know this person at all, but like our kids are going to be so cute. <laughs> or <laughs> it's true. Like, it's so funny. Like, it's so, it's the one of the best parts about like, having a crush on someone or like really wanting something or being excited about something or just like seeing someone and like letting the possibilities just like run amok in your head. I think that's the best. And the song just like unabashedly does that. I love the line. I talk a lot, but we could fill your frames with pictures of us till we share a name. Yes. Like it just zero to 60. Yeah. Yes. The line of living on a target and you shot it with an arrow. So good. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole target section. Yeah. I'm living on a target and you shot it with an arrow. Now I lost my self-control. I can't stop thinking. And I'm thinking that I lost it. All these aisles feel like miles where you go. I'll follow. Mm. And it's That's just like so the, funny. Each of the song is fast. It's so good. Target missed marketing opportunity yeah, for when real. this song came out. Um, I know we only just met. So why do I feel invested? Do you feel it too? Do you feel it too? I can be your best yet. Future favorite regret. Do you feel it too? Do you feel it too? Like the whole thing is exciting. It is the way he sings is exciting. It's got like an exciting little piano, but then you've got the lines. So I'll just tell my telephone all of the above when I'm alone. And that's kind of where the song slows down. Um, And I love that too, because I don't know if you're a notes app journaler, but I'm definitely a notes app journaler. Mm -hmm. I got like, oh, full I think I started really getting into it a little over a year ago and yep. kind of documenting when I'm feeling overwhelmed or whatever so you know I throw in the day and then write whatever I want and continue that so it's just a continual log and I, a lot of people do that and I think that's the funny part about like right now where we are in history like those mm-hmm. you know the 90s journals with the heart locks have mm-hmm. become the iPhone notes app that's so true yeah, you're absolutely right. That's so funny. But yeah, no, I'm a heavy note taker too. I um the whole time I was listening to this song, all I could imagine was that like just your little dance that you do when you like hear a song that you really like. You just when you're like listening I'm to a song that you really like or it, it has like a bop, you just have this like dance that you do and it's just so cute with your hands, like <laughs> I I didn't like, know I did this. Wow. Yes. Okay. And that's like all I could imagine because it had it has the gen beat. It has the gen beat. So. Wow. This is the gen beat. Yeah. Huh. There's just like this very specific like beat that I hear sometimes in a song. Is there, like, give me another I song can, that has this if you if you have it. I'm curious. Um, I need you to make me a playlist of the I, gen beat song. I should. I should make you a playlist. But like I just need one other example. That's really funny that I chose telephone then. Wow. I mean, another another water park song, like self-sabotage. Like I can see, mm-hmm. like that's a Gen Beat song. Like I can see you just yeah. like, especially the part where it's like. Oh, I'm like, oh, it's just horrible sounding in my car. Yeah. yeah. I'm full on. Just but like... I know that you're like, yeah. But that's like another <laughs> thing. Like that's another song where I'm just, you're like, I can hear, I can see you just like. If we're at a show and that song comes on, like exactly how you would move your body. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. I'll make a playlist for you. Sway by Bearings. Sway by Bearings is another great one. Okay. I think I know I where you're headed see, with this then. Yeah. That I can see you bopping. Like literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I can like hear it in my head. Yes. And now I know what you're talking specific. about. And it's always with the hands. It's just so I don't funny. yeah, I don't know why. I just I'm not an awkward dancer, but I ain't like I'm not like I won't dance, but I then I'm always like, ooh, I don't know what to do. So then it just all comes out in my hands. I'm just like, yeah. That's funny. Well, that fits then. But yeah, so that's where I've been. That's where I've been for the last uh, several months. Water parks land. Um, So if you want to know anything about water parks, email me. Uh, (laughs) Find me on social media. We'll talk. talk. Um, I could see us talking about either fandom or intellectual property in the future. So this might be your return um, to totally flesh out some of the other like conceptual genius areas um that this fan likes to write about so don't be surprised if you see it again but yeah lovely thumbs it up so good so let's uh let's dive into where you are because yeah all of yours definitely fit together but I'm very curious about the artists Mm -hmm. and the um array of different kinds of songs you have yeah yeah absolutely I you know it's funny I yeah, I just can't land in like a specific place right now where like, I feel like a couple months ago or like winter time, I was really like, really into like, and I still am, but like heavier, like mm. metal and like- Yeah, Sleep Token came out and you really got- I was really into it. Hold under. I got really into like Bad Omens and like- Spirit Box. Spirit Box. I was really heavy into some heavier stuff and I still am. That's still in my rotation, but- as summer comes, I sort of dip and dive into like more mellow and more indie, which is usually where I like stay. Um, so that's kind of where I am right now. So this, the first song that I chose was True Love by Howdy. So it's H-O-V-V-D-Y, but it's pronounced Howdy. Yeah. Um, for like three is- days, I've been like Hovdy. And then today I was like, Oh my God, it's Howdy. It's Howdy. Like the yeah. Vivitch. Have you ever seen the Vivitch? Yeah. I haven't seen that movie. You know what I'm talking about though? But I know what you're talking about. There's also a band called Always. Yeah. All the Vays. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's called Howdy, but it's Howdy. called H-O-V-V-D-Y. So uh, who are Howdy? Because I've never heard of them. Are they yes. new? Are they old? They've been around for a bit. This album's from 2021. Um, they're okay. they're kind of like a project band, you know what I mean? Like they do stuff like here and there, but they're not like really going on tours or doing okay. much. They're just like are they part of other music. projects? They've worked with like Lamelda before, um, okay. who is typically like a solo artist. So you should check her out. But yeah, so it's Charlie Martin and Will Taylor. They're from Austin, Texas. So it's just two dudes making music. This entire album, the album is called True Love. It's so good. <laughs> it's really good. And to me, I think it is like the perfect summer album. If you just want to like throw something on while you're making dinner in the background with the windows open, sipping wine, like this is a great album to just throw on. But I followed somebody on Instagram who like posted something about Howdy. And um, I was like, I'm, I've am i been really into the music that they're really into. They've just like, you know, when you just like follow somebody or do you ever follow someone on Instagram and they just like post like something oh, yeah, for sure. to and you're like, oh, this person like consistently does that. And so I was like, well, now I have to check them out. And this mm-hmm. was, this was a couple months ago. So I've been listening to them and kind of like uncovering them for a bit. But this song, I just feel so good when I listen to it. It kind of just yeah. like, carries you I love the whole vibe of the song 
I just sort of hear it as being like a warm day and you like get up in the morning and you start making your coffee and maybe you're going to go on like a cute date later. So you're like, you know, picking out like a cute outfit and like there's a whole part of the song where he's talking about like show off your new dress to me and yes. like so it's a slice just, of life yeah I feel like it's like a moment in time mm-hmm. yeah I, I just I don't know I I think it's a really like beautiful and like I, I I think it's almost like somebody like in love with somebody trying to just like be the best version of themselves especially like the repetitive lines at the end like do you believe what I said that I'm the man I say I am yeah I wanted to ask you about that because it yeah. is like a very huge repeat at the end yeah um and what you think that means exactly and that's kind of what I thought too but yeah yeah I think it's a great question I think I think oftentimes like when we get into something with someone it's a lot about like convincing and building trust and especially Mm -hmm. like with males you know I'm they are always being compared to the generality of what you know male culture is which is like they don't they don't care about you and like you're just a piece of meat to them right and I I hate to say that so bluntly but it's true and so I think you know to me if I'm taking a step back from this song thinking of it as like someone who's in love with somebody and like getting into this new relationship he's probably just like and and even the line could I get used to this if you let me like Mm -hmm. it's like he's asking like please trust that like I'm the man I say I am do you believe me I love you and I want to like see you in your new dress like spin around for me so I I think it's really lovely and it's like I think what I love about it the most though musically is that it's like airy Mm -hmm. it's there there's this airiness to it that like you could almost like put your hand through like and feel it you know or it's like it's like it's if it's a really sunny hot day and there's like a sun shower but it's like not downpouring it's sprinkling and the way that that feels on your skin I don't know like static under a sheet that's like super clingy I don't know it just there's something so palatable about the way that it makes me feel it's almost like I can physically touch it yeah if that makes sense there's a lot of sonic layers to how it sounds yeah and it works and I think that's that builds that almost like second sense feeling mm-hmm. of like touch. Mm-hmm. I So I get what you mean on that. Definitely felt like this was a layered song in a good way. God, it's just so good. It's so good. So that's why I chose it. I don't really have much else to say about it because it's just like, it, it is what it is. It's a great start to the summer song. I mean, it it's something I would classify as like a quiet love song. And I've thought that was some other things I've heard before too. And this definitely fits into that category for me. It's not like a grand gesture and it's not like a, we'll be together forever and whatever, but it is a love song. And it's like just this nice, lovely, like freshness to it because it's like, it's just like normal. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a note passed to you in school. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, it's just, but it's also everything at the same time. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, good find. Oh, it's so good. Second song I chose was Runner by Alex G. So Alex G. Yeah, this surprised me and didn't. Yeah, I've been a big fan of Alex G for a while. He's, Alex G is like pretty like renowned in the indie world. Like, yes, very renowned. Love him. 
Yes. And like is super well-respected as a musician. And it's funny because it's like, I don't know that everyone necessarily knows him very well, but like, he's just great. And it took, it actually took me a while to discover him. I really didn't discover him until like a few years ago, maybe, but big, like people compare him to like Elliot Smith. Yes. He, I would say he is this generation's Elliot Smith. Absolutely. Yeah. So just doing like making really incredible music, but it's funny because there's some people who do not like him. So I think it's like you either really like him and like respect him and you're just like, Alex G is a god or you don't. Mm -hmm. And I still, I do feel like people think that way about Elliot Smith too. But Mm -hmm. anyway, so this album, um, the song runner came off of God Save the Animals, which came out in 2022. Incredible album just so beautiful musically but this song it's so short it's like super quick but for me it's like musically probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard at exactly 48 seconds into the song there is a piano note that is just orgasmic so good I just, I could listen to it a million times. Just the way it hits is so great. The piano throughout the whole song is great, but just the second Mm -hmm. that that note hits, I'm just like, man. And then we're like off and going. That's a really high, you just set a really high bar for expectation of like your tastes. That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. Why? Why do you say that? Just like that's, that's strong words. One of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. Like, okay. This is true. You're right. That is, that is. I think it that's is. cool to like gauge that for you though. Like that's neat to, to hear that proclamation. Yeah. It is just, ah, I don't know. Like, you know, when a song just like fills mm-hmm. inside of you, like. Yes. Yeah. Like your a, heart is full and. Yeah. It's like, yep, that's makes what sense. this feels like to me. And I don't know what. Like, lyrically, I literally couldn't tell you what this is about. Yeah, I wanted to ask you don't know. a few questions. And, you know, I, I almost think, just based on the theme of the album, I almost feel like it's, like, I want to say it's almost about a dog. Okay. All right. I was like, is this a close friend? I think it's about a dog. That makes sense. Because... It's not romantic. It's not romantic. But it's about a close relationship. It definitely is about a friend. But the reason why I think it's about a dog is because it said, he says, they hit you with a rolled up magazine. Mm. And then he says like, my runner, my runner, Mm -hmm. my man. And it's like, your man's best friend is a dog. It's a good catch. I mean, if it comes off an album called God Save the Animals. Yeah. That would be really clever. I think it would be too. Um, I also like the blurred lines of like, is this a person or is this a dog relationship? Yeah. And, and I really liked cool. that. And I have no like feelings about the lyrics, but just musically, holy shit. I loved it. Um, Third song I chose, which was kind of completely different than these first yes. two, Ugh. is a new obsession that I have with mm-hmm. Gus Dapperton. I chose the He's song wonderful. Sunset. He is wonderful. I honestly was so blown away. So I saw him open for Hippocampus Mm -hmm. and I almost was not, I was almost just going to miss the opener Mm -hmm. um, and get dinner instead. But I showed up at the venue, which was in Boston on a super rainy stormy day. And they ended up 
pushing off the show because of how bad it was because it was like a semi outdoor venue they literally had a shelter in place order so I was waiting around and waiting around and then finally they open their doors and I go in and I'm like okay well I'm gonna sit for the opener now that's fine whatever opener comes on I was like I had no idea who Gus Stapperton was literally had never heard his name before and I was like holy fucking shit he put on a better show than Hippocampus did. Like, I wow. was blown away. And his band was awesome. His, like, camar- the camaraderie was really good with them, which I love. But I mm-hmm. loved how interactive he was with his entire band. And I thought that that's that awesome. was really cool. So I, yes. That's one of the things I love about live shows. Bleachers does that really well. I've always loved how Jack Antonoff, like, introduces everyone in the band. It's always so fun to me. And Gus was really good at like just talking about the band, making like be- having banter with them, including them in what he was doing. And I thought that was really cool and interesting versus yeah. someone just like standing there and singing their music and like everybody's just playing the shit in the background. So I thought that was yeah. cool. And like they're just hired to be there. Exactly. Like shut up and stand in the back of UI star kind of exactly. shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and at first I thought that's how he would be because the way he dresses. Sure. So that's like one of the things that he's known for is being like very gender bending and wearing like Mm -hmm. makeup and like jewelry. And he looked just like when you first see him, you're like, oh, this is going to be like a diva moment. But everybody, as I started recognizing it, was dressed really similarly in the band, which was really cool. And I don't know. Yeah, just stage presence wise, I was really blown away musically voice was incredible I was like holy Mm -hmm. crap like this guy is awesome and I immediately just like I could not take my eyes off of the show the whole time I was interested the entire time Uh, which often just does not happen with like an opener nope that's really hard to do yeah so I was blown away so I immediately just started like jumping into everything he's ever done and one thing I realized was there was this really popular song that was on TikTok called Super, well, Super Lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person who sings that is, it's B-E-N-E-E, but it's pronounced funny. Okay. From like New Zealand. Gus is featured on it. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't even realize that. But that's like a super popular song. But um, yeah. Oh my God. His stuff is great. This song, he performed live and it made the hairs on my arms stand up which like does not happen very often but when it happens it like means something and so I was Mm -hmm. like wow um recorded though doesn't have like the exact same effect for me like it was definitely better live because the you know lights were happening people were like you could feel the energy it's still I think just an incredibly strong song and I love how everything is just muted in the beginning and it builds and it builds and it builds and then it cuts and it's like a totally different vibe at the end but it's still carrying you through I was just like wow dude and he wasn't even like a musician to start like he I started like digging into like how he got to where he is now he was like a model at first and then he just started like fucking around on garage band and I love that recording shit and now he's a musician and I'm like that's so cool because he was really good and whether or not it's like I don't know I'm not going to judge his talent or anything it was awesome 
And I think he's, I think he's talented oh, too. I'm up. with you. Yeah. Like that's almost crazy to hear that he just kind of was doing something else and was just fucking around. Yeah. And this is how this was born because he is incredibly talented. Like it is pretty crazy that no one has been like, you should sing. Yeah. You have pipes. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. And I love that. I almost love that even more. Because sometimes you can get someone who's like, I'm going to become a musician. And it's like, oh, it's almost never great when someone's like, I was born to be a musician. Yeah. He was given this opportunity and, you know, had a platform and he killed it. So I just think that's cool. But yeah, I've been blasting this song. This is like a just if I'm driving on the highway type of situation, which I've been just doing a lot of coincidentally over the past few weeks. I'm just like, turn this up in your car because it is just so good it's very cinematic it Mm -hmm. like gave me phantom of the opera vibes yeah yeah yeah. like i was like someone show this to andrew lloyd Webber. he'd love this (laughs) that's hilarious (laughs) that's like that's immediately what i thought of and i thought of it the whole time i was just like this is so broadway in that way it Um, is very dramatic you're right very dramatic yes um the writing is dramatic the sound is dramatic like the production value on this is wild yeah like Mm -hmm. it's dark but bright Mm -hmm. at the same time Mm -hmm. yeah this was incredible is this older or newer of his this is newer okay yeah like this was just released recently okay because he was a little, little bit like bedroom pop indie pop a few years ago when I had first heard something that he did which was wonderful but hearing this I was like oh my god yeah we've grown what he's putting out now is like I'm just snacking is another song by him okay that I've also been obsessed with it was hard for me to not choose that I'm just putting I'm just putting that on blast right now also listen to that song it's great okay well it seems like the evolution is definitely doing something then because you know, if it was like vibey bedroom pop a few years ago, and this is what he's doing now, I feel like he's coming into his artistry and I'm really mm-hmm. interested to see where he goes from there. I think he's going to blow up. I mean, he was huge. People yeah. were saying he's blowing up. Yeah. His stuff like at the concert. And I was like, wow, a lot of people like know him, but like he's going to get huge. Yeah. Oh, that's so, awesome. Good for it him. Is. It is. Awesome. Very exciting. So yeah, that's that's my stuff. Cool. So we're we're in Indie Land for summer and yeah. we're in Water Parks Land. But like you said, we're also in Meadowland. There's a lot going on there that this definitely on. didn't encompass um everything we're listening to. And I'm excited to keep going through that uh, as we listen to more things. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Heck Welcome yeah. Back. Welcome back, baby. Welcome back, bitches. 3.0. seriously we've been doing this for three years we're just coming up on that three years and it's been so wonderful to like build out this part of our relationship over that time Mm -hmm. and what started as a pandemic project has just gone so much farther than that and I'm so happy for that I yeah I mean this has just been the coolest thing it has been really cool and we have like so much cool shit coming up I'm so excited about it we do yeah it'll be great it'll be fucking great yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm gonna end it thanks for listening to let's talk records 
Audio engineering is by Emily McLeod and graphics are by Jen Evans.